I can hear the bell again. I can hear the bell again. Now we're hear the bell again. Oh boy! No, See, that's a good sign. I we can hear the bell again. We're off to a fresh start after. Yes, we are. Our absence and our. Did it make the heart grow fonder? That's what I'd like to know. I know that. Yeah, that's true. My Aunt Heidi and Miss Jane are definitely missing us. I know that much. And Maura. Yes. yes. <laughs> They're like on the de- on the verge of death threats and things. For, yes. For, for they're, having, uh, they're having withdrawals. And yeah. I yes. didn't know right. that we were that addicted to people. And I apologize. It's our beautiful faces, except they've not ever seen our faces associated but guess with the what? show. But they're guess going what? To. They're going yeah, they to. Tell them, why, gonna, why, yeah, tell them why. Tell them why. So we we are uh, going to be moving forward, and um, I'm going to start posting our um, video feeds of our podcast onto our YouTube channel. Now, granted, we have a new YouTube channel. Yes, and we do. Due to the fact that, unfortunately, um, we, we, we called it a little bit late, but it's okay. Um but we um our old channel got hit with um copyright infringement um and we actually just saw the email today about it um from the individual that reached that reached out to us um so i will say uh dave from legends of america uh we deeply apologize um for the fact that your hard work and everything was you know not credited the way that it should have been um and that nobody reached out to you um now granted during that time um it was before danielle and i even uh joined this company and before we uh took over uh the company um but nonetheless you had every right to do what you did you you know, you did, you did what you did. Um, and in the email, we'll say, you know, this gentleman gave us a chance, uh, to it, but in that also in that chance, um, with what he gave us, I mean, he gave us a list. He was very thorough and very fantastic about it. Um, we didn't, we didn't reach it in time. We didn't reach the deadline in time to reach back out to him and, uh, correct our issue. And it's okay because <laughs> it, um, it gives us an ability to have a, um, a fresh start, um, to move forward and basically just kind of uh reinvent ourselves a little bit and basically you know focus on some new new content it's forcing us to focus on new content and to be able to get things out there yes i'm excited oh no dave thank you so much for the kick in the ass yes Yes, all our family. I'm, you know, I can't like I can't see without my glasses. Yet my headphones do make them do weird things. I don't. Well, that sounds like an issue and not an ish me. Ah, okay, ish me. (laughs) Mm. Uh, 
I will wear say it crystal. Ishmi is in the building, it crystal. Ishmi is in the building. <laughs> oh man. So Wyatt, so, you wanna tell tell everybody what you know you've been up to? My saga has been a year long saga. Yeah, yeah. Your your up. saga has been a a year long. It's been mine mine is a little bit less, but yeah, obviously we've we've been kind of absent um for a hot minute. Um we apologize for that. We had a lot going on. Um, me, you know, I was just, you know, for a while, I was just busy with work, uh, dealing with the sun and everything. And, um, just recently, uh, last month, um, unfortunately I was in a really bad, uh, accident, um, which ended up causing me to break my leg and my, uh, fracture my ankle and caused a really bad, um, head wound. Uh, on my head. Uh, people watching this video, you'll be able to see the, the little scar on my uh, my forehead here. Um, but basically, what happened is, you know, I was driving home from work on um, day before Fourth uh, of July, and as I was driving home from work, um, you know, I stopped at a stoplight, and unfortunately, um, there was a lady next to me, and her car broke down. Uh, she was having car issues, and you know, she got my attention. And so, you know, I stopped to, uh, to help her. She thought it might have been her battery that died on to her. But, um, so I moved my vehicle around to try to give her a jump upon further investigation. This poor lady, uh, unfortunately was not having battery issues. Um, her head gasket had blown in her vehicle um causing it basically not to be able to run now granted this lady was in the middle of the road so and we were on an incline so we tried pushing the vehicle to try to get it up um a little ways up the road into a parking lot but unfortunately it was raining a little bit you know we uh you know we couldn't get it uh pushed up the incline so instead you know i offered to get into her vehicle to basically just back it up put it in neutral and just back it up off of uh the road uh upon doing so we uh we backed it up we got it off of the road and granted my car is you know on in the next lane over from hers at this point facing the wrong direction with my headlights on my hazard lights on her hazard lights were on um we switched um positions you know she got into her driver's seat and i was standing um you know, outside of her door, pretty much probably about like two inches from her. And we were talking. I was just making sure that she was okay, that she um, she had a number to a tow truck, a tow company to be able to get somebody to come pick up her vehicle, uh, you know, had somebody to call to be able to give her, you know, come get her. And then upon that, the next thing I know is, is I am flat on my back, staring up um, and a bunch of people are around me. Uh, what ended up happening is, is unfortunately a driver, another driver was not paying attention, uh, while he was driving and at the last minute, um, swerved to miss her vehicle indoor. And so he ended up hitting me. Um, apparently from what I've been told, um, they, from the lady that I was helping, um, you know, she was, you know, been reaching out to me, making sure I'm okay, but, from what I've gathered uh, from it is that they had no idea how I survived um, that crash. Like, you know, when the car clipped me, 
um basically i he slammed me into her door which caused me to ricochet off of her door and basically just base plant you know as hard as i could onto the uh the concrete um now granted <clears throat> when i came to like obviously like there was a bunch of people around me the only thing i knew at that standpoint is it's like i came to the first thing i knew i was like i knew my leg was broken and the second thing was i was looking for my phone i was you know looking everywhere was in my pocket and all that stuff and the because the first thing that came to my mind is is that i needed to contact my son's mother to let her know that what happened that i wasn't going to be there um so that way you know she didn't wake up in the morning and you know i wasn't there um and then after that you know they somebody came up asked me what i was looking for and you know i was looking for my phone he uh he ended up finding it for me thank god it wasn't broken or damaged um he gave it to me i called you know my son's mother and that's the last thing i remember <laughs> like i honestly i don't even really remember making the phone call um and then apparently in the um while i was in the ambulance they had to um sedate me because i was trying to leave <laughs> because i was trying to go <laughs> leave and get to uh you know to try to call bonnie again but uh but no once i got to the hospital everything i came through i was you know coherent um was able to uh to call bonnie again and she basically she goes you don't remember uh calling me before do you i was like no I was like, I don't, but, um, but no, so I ended up getting stitches, 15 staples in my head. Um, they had to put a, uh, metal rod, um, in my leg and basically nail it, my, uh, my leg back together. Um, so yeah, I've been, um, been on recovery for the past month and now basically has finally gotten into the point where. I'm able to move around without much pain. Um, granted, I can't really walk much on my leg without, you know, assistance from crutches. But my recovery is doing good. Um, if anything, this has taught me to basically kind of slow down a little bit. And just, you know, get back into my roots. You know, if anything, I'm more thankful of the fact of the matter is that nobody was seriously injured um you you would say that i got seriously injured but in that sense it's like i don't think i i really did i really did you know i'm still alive i'm still here <clears throat> and at that same point like if i didn't stop like i wouldn't change what i did if i knew what was going to happen i wouldn't have changed what i did because there was no way of knowing <clears throat> if i didn't stop something worse could have happened and i didn't want to see that on the news at all like it's not something and you know i'm so thankful for the lady that i did help you know she is very thankful uh for me stopping i actually talked to her today um and she called me up she's been very helpful um with helping me out with uh getting me um you know access to her lawyer um to talk to to be able to you know fight this case with the um the gentleman that uh that hit me and also you know she, god i i swear this lady like she 
she's so kind. Like she, she, she literally offered me money today. She's like, if you need money, like, you know, let me know. Like if you need a hundred dollars or anything, just let me know. I'm Aww. like, no, I was like, I'm fine. I was like, thank Aww. you. I was like, I greatly appreciate you. I was like, but I was like, you've been more than helpful for me. She goes, you don't understand. She goes, no, I said this once I'll say it again. She goes, I owe you my life. She goes, Aww. I don't, she goes, I strongly feel that if you did not stop, something worse could have happened. And in that standpoint is, you know, I definitely had something looking out for me that night for sure. And I will say, I was like, and I honestly, I, I and it, my instinct says is that I kind of owe it all to Danielle um, because Danielle made me a Reiki bracelet. Uh, um, now, granted, Danielle broke my Reiki bracelet once before. I, this alive broke her own bracelet <laughs> with the bear hug tackle that ended up with both of us on the ground. That she and then she ripped my bracelet <laughs> off of me, and I was and like, then, "How dare you!" It literally like she, all she, over the all yeah. over Aunt Crystal's backyard and i went yeah. and we, found, we found all the bees, we, yeah we found all the pieces we found all the bees and everything the little owl and yep. i so, fixed it yes so unfortunately in the accident um i did end up losing um that bracelet but i feel like in that sense is that if i wasn't wearing that bracelet i feel like it might have been a lot worse than what it was the fact that it did shatter means that it used up all of the other uh, protection that you gave me. You know, it used, it did its purpose. It was there for a reason and it did what it did. And I'm honestly thankful to still be here. Thankful that, you know, this, this situation I don't see as a bad thing that happened to me. You know, I see it as a situation that it was, a, it's a bad situation, but everybody came out of it alive. I, have been able to continue to re I've been able to recover I've been able to kind of take a beat and you know do things um you know take more time spend more time with family um you know with my son and really you know have that one-on-one -on -one time with him and also you know to be able to you know have the time with his mom and everything and just be able to kind of really get back into the point to where I can enjoy life, even though I'm going stir crazy in this house. <laughs> um, but if anything, you know, and there's the thing it's you know, with the, the whole situation with our old parachills channel and all that stuff, it's I, everything that has been coming forward in my life has been all about new beginnings. Um, it's basically the manifestation I've been putting out there, the antenna I've been putting out there. Um, and I don't, everything that's happened in just the past couple of, you know, weeks and months and everything has really just led up to a fresh start and reinventing who we are. And with that standpoint is, you know, just has given me the opportunity to really think on that. And I'm excited, you know, to move forward. And this has really pushed me to, you know, stop just laying around the house all day and watching TV and start building, you know, and taking all of this time that I have and use it to be more productive 
and to take the gift that was given to me and make something better out of it. Now, Danielle's been through some worse shit than what I've been through. I mean, I do feel like getting hit by a car is definitely uh, bad. I don't know that my... <laughs> it's not fun. I don't know that my life was necessarily in jeopardy at all. Well, uh, figuratively speaking, yes. For the, yes, that, that part is the struggle. Your, your, mental, your mental health was really bad. Yes. Um, and that is because um, my... This time last year, my marriage ended, and um, it was not on good terms, and it was not amicable, and it was not nice. Um, out of respect for my children, as much as I'd like to just tell you the whole thing, um, they don't know the whole truth, so I'm not going to share it with anybody else that... Uh, you know, could play something like this for them where they would hear it like this because that's not fair to them. Um, no. But it was not good um, and it was not amicable and it was very painful. Um, I'm five hours away from my family and my and my support group. I have a great small network of, of people here where I am now that did rally around me um, the best that they could. Um, but it's not the same when you don't have, you know, family to drive to and, um, friends to just know when you're needed and come get you out of the house or, um, be that buffer between your mind and reality and, where you think you're going and um it was tough it was very tough i uh the first couple weeks um i i get allergy shots and my anxiety was so bad over this that my doctor wouldn't even give me my allergy shots because she said your anxiety is so strong right now that you may have an allergic reaction to your allergy shots, a bad one, um, to where I had to go, luckily, right next door to my, um, the nurse practitioner that I see and kind of talk out how I was going to handle this. Um, I'm not going to lie. Um, I didn't think I could, I couldn't even hardly get the words out, uh, and um, we came up with a plan. So I increased my antidepressant. And because what the doctor told me was, you cannot have a fuzzy head. You cannot sleep through this. Although, let me just say that napping is sometimes the way that I reboot from anxiety and being overwhelmed. But... I wanted to crawl in a hole and pull a blanket up over my head and not come out, um, which is not good for my kids. And it's not good for me, but they needed to see a, a strong mama through this. So um, 
we came up with a plan and, and he, and he was right. I didn't think he was right then, but he, I know now that uh, he was right. I couldn't have fought and functioned and did what I did without a clear focused mind. I just needed my anxiety to stop yelling at me that my life was over. Um, 17 years is a long time to be with somebody. My kids are young adolescents. I didn't want this for them. I grew up in a family where my parents divorced when I was 17 or they separated anyway. And I hated, I hated it. I hated what it did to them. I hated the fact that I had to pick holidays. Um, I'm in my mid forties. Okay. Maybe a little older than mid, but still I'm in my forties and I still feel guilty that someone gets shortchanged for every holiday and, and granted now they're older and they can be in the same room. Um, shoot, they've stayed in my house together, not together together, but separate parts of the house. Um, to be able to be there for my grand, for their grandkids, for my kids. And, and, and that means a lot to me. Um, but I know it's weird, um, for them. Um, I just didn't want that for my kids to have to live that. Um, so when I realized it was done, I got myself a lawyer, a really good one. That would be tip number one, get yourself a lawyer. Tip number two, actually, I'm going to like do a whole thing on this, but I'll give you the the abridged version. Tip number two, if you need one, get a state certified private investigator. That's all I'm going to say. If you have things to prove, it needs to be a third party to prove it. So do that. Um, And then just start surrounding yourself with people that will kick you in the butt every day and tell you, you got this. Just, just believe in yourself and believe in them and believe that you can do it. And some days I just did it for my kids, to be honest. I wasn't going to let them see me. They've seen me cry, but they have not seen me break. And it was important to me that that I got through this with some dignity and grace because that's how I want them to handle things when it comes to them being faced with adversity and heartache and total devastation. Um, So I did, I fought for a year and in different states, it takes different amounts of time they require you, you know, not to live in the same household. I mean, yeah. it, it, we we tried for a little while to stay in the same household, and it was not pleasant. Um, so that did, that was short lived. Um, and really, you do have to live in separate households anyway to move on with the process. But um, I, I I can't even believe that it. it's a year. It's been a year, and I literally just closed on a new house one year to the day that I found out exactly what was going on. And, uh, this process has been very long, um, and arduous and I didn't think it was going to happen. And now I know that 
when I looked at the calendar and saw what day it was, that that was probably why, because I needed a win on that date instead of something heartbreaking to go with that date. So um, about almost a month ago now, uh, the divorce was final. And, and then just a week or so ago, I uh, signed the papers on my new house and my kids and I will be moving um, in September. And fresh start. <laughs> Hashtag new beginnings. Hashtag <laughs> is, new beginnings. Is what it is. It is. And, if- and uh, it, it's fitting that, you know, the things happen. And, you know, what's funny is both Wyatt and I, we just didn't even get mad. You know, it was like, okay, we got this. Like, we're not pointing fingers. We're not blaming anybody. We're not, you know, we're taking the responsibility that we should take, even though it wasn't personally us. But we we got this and we got it because we, we got each other. And we have a great little mini support system that has not given up on us and has loved on us uh, when we didn't love ourselves. <laughs> yes. and. Um, and it's been it, it's the one thing man is like our family has been the most i know like through my stuff here like i just I, I i couldn't do like what i do without like danielle without my aunt without my son's mother because they're they're my biggest fans like they're my biggest support group they're they're the ones that push me to be better to do better and you know to be productive and it's it's fantastic you know it's when you get lost in your own thoughts and you don't and the big the biggest thing too is when you start getting lost reach out say something because people can't help you if you don't say anything and you know that trust me i do not do it well i do not do it well and i I will say that the people that the people that uh, the stuff meant the most from the people that there were people that just didn't give up on me. They sent me silly emojis was just little gifts, uh, not gifts, but just a, a GIF. Yes. Um, um, text messages. I'm, I'm not, I, this will come as a shock, I'm sure, but I'm not really a sherry person when it comes to my inner woes. I, I feel like I'm putting them on other people to fix, and and I don't want that. I don't want people to feel like they have to fix me or fix my problems because I will do it myself. So I have a really hard time reaching out and telling people that I need them because sometimes I don't even know what I need. So... I'm not really sure how to do that when you don't really know what you need, but there are yeah. some people, including my aunt Heidi, that sent me cards, sent me just checkup messages weekly for a year. Didn't miss a week of sending me a message and asking me how things were and what was the update and what could they do to help and When's the new podcast coming out? That was huge. What's that? I said, and also reaching out and asking when the new podcast is coming out. That's right. That's right. She just knows. (laughs) 
she she knows what we need even if we don't know that we need it <laughs> so um yes i know we have to advocate for ourselves and and reach out but if you know that you've got somebody that's in pain don't give up on them it's it's the one thing is like when because like during this recovery like you you know they're like i broke like there's there was a point where i just i completely broke everything was you know overwhelming um you know i was trying to get my paperwork and all that stuff for work together and all of this stuff like everything was piling on and like i just i just broke and like at that point like you know my son's mom called me and like and she knew what's up you know me and my you know son's mother like we we vibe on a like just the same frequency, you know, she knows when something's wrong with me. I know when something's wrong with her, um, like she can just tell. And like, she asked me, she's like, you know, what's going on? And like, I just broke down and I told her, I was like, everything is overwhelming. And this woman literally, she's like, okay. She goes, I got you. She literally took it upon herself to reach out to Danielle and my aunt to be like, why it needs support. Like, you know, we need to band together. This is also the lady, like, without hesitation, reached, like, when I got in my accident, reached out to Danielle, my mom, to Crystal, to let them know what happened to me. So that way she knew that, you know, they knew. And that was at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, I think. Yeah. I'm in my, clo I'm in my closet talking to her, like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> so I don't wake up my kids. <laughs> Yeah, she's but, a special one. Yeah, and you know, yeah, she's good people. She's great people, and you know, and you know, honestly, like she was, she was the one that started, you know, the manifestation of new beginnings and everything, and getting me on that, um, that vibe train, and so I, I owe a lot, you know, for like my mindset through this to her to basically just reassure and say, you know, everything is okay. The universe got us, you know just look at the positivity of it and don't focus on the negativity of it it's okay to voice out your frustration she's like just don't you know say anything you're going to regret <laughs> right <laughs> yes and a year of having to bite my tongue was definitely a trying experience um, oh definitely because you you had to go through like the court and like you literally couldn't say anything because if you said anything, it was going to be used against you. Right. That's the last thing I need is for somebody to be like, oh, she's a crazy mother. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess if, you know, taking, you know, if you're pulling a Carrie Underwood on somebody's vehicle, maybe that might make you crazy. <laughs> I refrained, though. I refrained. I refrained because I didn't want yes. anybody calling me crazy. And taking my kids away or taking my time away. I was going to live the best life, like, this side of Stepford Wives, just so that no one could say that I was not fit to take care of my children. Um, Absolutely. And I think that sometimes people that have um, anxiety, depression, and other mental illnesses, that they they don't fight because they think that can be used against them. And my lawyer said, let them try. 
most judges do not take kindly to people using other people's mental health as a reason why they can't. Now, if there's secondary issues like, uh, you know, alcoholism or, or, you know, something that actually physically puts the kids in danger. Yeah. Um, then that's a different story. But, um, I talked to a therapist at least once a week. Uh, most, most of the time, um, this time is a little sketchy cause we're both in and out of the house cause of vacations, but you know, she keeps me steady. So do my people in, in that's what you, they keep me, they keep me grounded and my kids do. And, uh, I don't think they'll ever know how much I needed them probably more than they needed me because really Jack just needs apple juice and some Chick-fil-A, maybe some kettle corn. (laughs) The kid runs on kettle corn, (laughs) kettle corn and Chick-fil-A lemonade. (laughs) Crackers, apple juice, and he's good to go. Yeah. Honestly, like, you know, the, the moment, like, I started getting older around it, unfortunately, due to the circumstances um, on, like, just the things that are going on um, in my life, my son's life, is, like, you know, during my recovery process, um, you know, I basically had to have to have, you know, my son with me uh, full time until, you know, us as a family can get into a place together um, into it. But granted, with that whole standpoint, it... It lit a fire underneath of my ass to get up and do shit. Um, the day that, you know, we came down to that decision um, that, you know, this is the day that Damien was coming here. Um, you know, we are moving forward with that. Dude, I grabbed my crutches and I got up and I started pushing myself, started pushing myself further and further into it. So that way I could make sure that physically uh, I was able to move around to be able to help take care of him. And honestly, like if it wasn't for, you know, that standpoint, that kick in the ass and all that stuff, I probably would still, you know, would it would have been longer before I got back up on my feet. And what the hell? What are you doing? Why are you gone? Why are you muted? Are you sneezing? Are you blowing the nose? blow my nose i don't want everybody to see me <laughs> listening to me blow blow my nose <laughs> the trumpet sound but um sorry but no we uh obviously like as you, like you guys now know is that it's it's been a wild ride for both of us and but we're if you guys take anything out of anything that we've told you is that this is the time for new beginnings. If you're going through a rough patch in your life right now, it's just the start of a new beginning for you. You know, if you have anybody that's toxic in your life, this is the time to cut them out. This is the time to basically... And it's okay to do that. It is is completely okay to do that. It is Mm -hmm. completely... Anybody... Anybody that doesn't hype you up 
and support you and basically treat you like you're a burden does not belong in your life at all. If you do not feel like you can talk to this person about what's going on in your life or anything like that, this standpoint is probably not a good idea to have them in your life. You want to surround yourself by people that are going to push you to do better, you know, that are going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Yes. And that are going to be there that no matter what you do are going to love and support you. You know, it doesn't matter if they don't agree with the decision that you're going to make to move forward in your life and they'll express it. They'll tell you that they don't agree with you, but they'll still be there to support you. So surround yourself with love and kindness and anybody who cannot accept that anybody, if you basically tell somebody that, you know, this is how you feel, this is what you're doing and they immediately attack you for it or anything that's that's when you know the cut them out like yeah. if anybody blows up for you for any way that you for any opinion that you have be done with it that's it right and the thing is about certain kinds of people they aren't gonna like the positive changes they're not they're if you're used to revolving every decision you make around someone else if you're used to always trying to make certain people happy and be these people pleasing things, despite the fact that it doesn't please you. And, and I don't mean like, you know, taking your kids to school, <laughs> you got to do that. <laughs> Feeding them. You got to do that too. But I mean, like, you know, people that want to suck your time and want to make their agenda, your agenda, and then be mad that you don't align that's not okay. It's not okay. And it's okay to say no, uh, and take a step back. Um, because you get lost, you lose yourself. Like I'm still trying to figure out what am I besides a mom, you know, and I know there's more to it than just that, but you have to find you're happy. Um, and sometimes you have to restructure a little bit of what's going on so that you can do that. Cause we aren't really put on earth to be, you know, bossed around. <laughs> we're not, we're so not, we're, we're meant to, we're meant to live our lives, you know, and, 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 and it should be, it should be like an ebb and a flow and symbiotic. And yes, things are always not going to be pretty with the people we love in <clears> our <throat> lives. There's cause we are different souls and different people and, you can't force things, but you can listen and you can communicate and you can speak kindly to each other and try and advocate for what you need. And if they can't hear you, like Wyatt said, ah, bye-bye. And, and they the need thing to reevaluate. I want to stress this enough. And a lot of people, you know, may, may see differently than this as well. Um, you know, I apologize if, you know, you do or if this offends anybody but this revolves with everybody you know everybody in life even if it's your own blood if your own mm -hmm. family isn't supporting you it's okay to cut them out as well right it is it doesn't matter who it is anybody that is being toxic in your life it is okay to cut them out you or can still love making them boundaries yes you, you can know? still love them but it's but you don't have to 
do what they say. You know, it's their just because their family doesn't mean that their advice is strong. Doesn't mean what they tell you to do is the right thing to do for you. You know, if you mm -hmm. if it is for you, then it is for you. If it isn't for you, then it's okay to say no. They can get mad about it all they want, but you're the one that's living your life. They don't don't live your life. You and a lot of the anger that people feel come from the fact that they're losing their control over you. They're losing the grip and the the manipulation the strings, the puppet strings. You're starting to cut them, and they don't like it because depending on how long you've been in a, the situation relationship whatever it is you chances are pretty good that they've been puppeteering you um in some ways and when you realize that and you're done with it and you start cutting those strings one at a time they don't like it they don't like it because they can't control the situation um and that in turn brings out their anger and of course more finger finger pointing that you know, you're doing the wrong thing and you're hurting their feelings or hurting them in some way. Um, and usually when you think about it, it's not really the case. Um, I also have been trying to teach my children um, that they are ultimately responsible for their own happiness uh, yeah. and their and their own decision making. Right. So many times my my daughter, actually, there's a boy in her class that is just difficult and um he's Aren't not very boys. <laughs> some more than others uh <laughs> he he purposefully looks to find ways to hurt people and not just girls like the boys too he very good at figuring out what is bothering them and then kind of overdoing it and um Ellie said to me one day, he's just so mean. And I don't even understand why. Nobody's doing anything to him that would make him mean. She said, oh, I just really want to do to him what he does to the other kids just so he can see how it feels. And I said to her, you know what? I totally get it. I totally get it because I've probably actually tried to do that at some point in my youth. Um uh, uh, you hurt me. I'm going to hurt you equally or more because I got to show you what you, how you made me feel. The fact of the matter is, is that people, especially people that do vindictive things on purpose, um, they don't get it. They don't care. So you turn around and you're mean to someone. So you're being unauthentic to yourself, right? Cause that's not you. You're not a mean natured person. And then when you do the mean things to them, all they see is that you were being mean. They don't see that you are doing exactly what they did. You know, yeah. they don't see their own behaviors for what they are. Um, so your better course of action is to stand up to them and point it out and say, that is crappy. That's not a good friend. That's not nice. I'm not playing with you. Whatever the case is, walk away. Because stooping to their level and trying to punish them or, or illustrate to them how they're making other people feel by doing their own behavior to them usually goes unnoticed. That's um, usually, that's, uh, I, see, that's usually, that's how Bonnie and I are, um, 
you know, raising, you know, the boys is basically like the same situation. The, the biggest thing that we tell them is hurt people, hurt people, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, when you're hurt, you usually you lash out because, you know, you want other people to feel the same way that you do. And, and at the same point is basically we tell them like, you know, if you're upset, if you're hurt, walk away, yeah. you know, walk away, take a beat, you know, you know, come talk if you need to talk, but you know, don't lash out, you know, to others because you're just going to make the situation worse. Right. Because all you they're don't seeing even is... have to stay there and take it. <laughs> you don't. No. You, don't, you no. can walk, you away. walk away. You can even just turn around. Like if you're in a situation where you can't get up and walk away, like let's say you're a student and you're sitting in a classroom and it's not, you're not physically able to walk away. <laughs> turn exactly. it off. Turn around, turn your head, do not engage. When you don't don't engage, engage, you disarm them completely. You are giving them nothing. They have nothing to work with. They have nothing to come back at you with. They have no ammo. You have just, just deconstructed their entire game plan because you're not engaging. This is all they want is just a reaction out of you. That's it. Yep. Yep, yep. Because and they, they want to see you hurt because it's going to make them feel better about themselves. And I so, read what I read recently, someone said the best form of revenge is living your best life. And that plays in my head, not maybe so much revenge, but um, No, no, no. It is because the people that really want to hurt you that, you know, when they see you happy, it just, it pisses them off completely. So, you know, if somebody did do you dirty and, you know, through life, whether it be a relationship or anything like that, don't, don't dwell on it, you know, move as you move forward and you've healed and you processed everything and you just, you start to live your life for you and what makes you happy. And that person that hurt you and that's still trying to hurt you, is the best revenge you could get just to for them to see you mm-hmm. moving on from them and living your best life and being the best that you can be for yourself. That's right. That's right. And I will say, don't, um, I, I've always wanted to shield my kids from, from my pain, right? I don't ever want to make them feel. And, and this is what irritated me. So of course we both had lawyers, right? And I was, I was venting during this mediation thing that we had. And, and I was just saying, I don't like it. I didn't want this for my kids. You know, they'll be made. I don't know if that was the right word to use, Uh, But I said, you know, they'll be made to choose now for the rest of their lives who to go, where, with, what, when. Part of the reason that I said that was because the very first question my daughter asked me when we sat them down and told them what was happening was, how do I choose who to live with? That was her first concern. And I said to her, you will never have to choose. Now they can at a certain age choose, yes. uh, but I didn't want that for them. When I told the audience, him and his lawyer, uh, about the fact that 
you know, I hate that for them that, that they will now spend a life feeling like they have to choose. She actually insulted me and said that if my kids felt like they had to choose, that that was my bad parenting. <laughs> right. And I said to her, oh, uh, I, I think my, I think my lawyer had to like hold me down in my chair <laughs> because I said, you don't know me and my parenting and you do not know my children. And they are the most empathetic, sweet children ever. They will feel responsible for someone else's loss, even though they're not responsible. They Absolutely. know that they are with their father right now for the next four days. And that hurts me that I'm not there, that we are not a family, that I am not there to brush my daughter's hair so she doesn't end up with dreadlocks, that I am not there to take care of them when they need me. That hurts. And they know that. And it's not because I should shelter them from how I feel. You know, I will never make them feel responsible. I have gone over and above to make sure that they don't feel they, that they don't feel that way, that they don't see him and I arguing about things. We really don't argue that much just because I don't want them to be in the middle of anything. Um, and what's the point? <laughs> We're sort of there, past there, arguing not, anyway. It's, yeah. It, um, it, 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 it's nothing around it. I mean, it's not going to do e each of you any good. Um, but it's okay it. to have emotion and it's okay to feel loss and, and, and it's a roller coaster. I mean, some days a song, I don't even look at my Facebook memories anymore because I can't, I can't do it. I can't see the pictures of the four of us doing things or the two of us doing things because I feel loss. That will never happen again. That scenario of my children and my family is gone. So I mourn it, then I'm mad, then I'm okay, then I mourn it again, and then I'm mad, and then I'm okay. So, you know, and, and yes, and it's okay to feel all those things, even though someone did you dirty. It's still okay to mourn the life that you thought you were going to have for the rest of your life. And don't let anybody tell you to get over it or move on. You do the, all of that, whatever it is you're dealing with in your own time, on your own pace. Exactly. Because it's not their process, it's your process. No, and you you're know. the only one that knows how you have to work through it. Exactly. I, if you if you feel that there's any life-threatening things, either you don't feel safe because of how you're feeling, um, you know, reach out to a friend, reach out to your doctor, um, tell somebody how you're feeling so that they can help you through it. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help if it's gotten to that point, you know, there are people who that I've talked to that come to an edge and don't know how to get off of it other than to jump. And sometimes they just need someone to say, no, wake up. It's fine. You're going to, this is a moment. It's a moment. It's not permanent. Yeah. Even if you're going to have like good it. days, you're going to have bad days. Sometimes the bad days are a little bit more often than what the good days are. And that's okay. You know, it's going to happen. You know, that's when you surround yourself with that love and support. And I will say this too. If, you know, you, 
nobody should ever get annoyed if your process is taken a little bit longer because it doesn't matter how long your process is taken is that your support group should always be there for you no matter what while you're going through it mm-hmm. now granted you know you got to be respectful to it because sometimes you know they may be busy or anything like that and they may not be able to you know help and you know at that standpoint you kind of have to take matters into your own hand and really try to help yourself until they can reach back out to you and help you but if anybody tells you to just like it's been long enough why aren't you over this yet cut them out Mm -hmm. you know express how it made you feel give them a chance to apologize and correct themselves and if they don't then you know you don't need them nope you gotta advocate for yourself and in this standpoint is is that we 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 talk we talk about a lot of paranormal stuff and all that stuff. I think this is the first time we really haven't really talked about paranormal, um, anything paranormal, and we actually kind of got more heartfelt than anything. Um, <laughs> but I will say is is that you know, I think real life is just as unknown as what the paranormal is. Um, you can never judge what's going to happen. You can never. Um, you know, you have to expect the unexpected, um, Mm -hmm. into it. And honestly, in my standpoint is like, you know, I honestly think that, you know, actual humans are scarier and than what the paranormal are, because these are real life people who willingly, you know, make conscious decisions to hurt people. Um, you know, in an aspect, you know, you never know. You know, when somebody's not going to be paying attention and, you know, they hit you with their car, uh-huh. um, it's it, it's scary. You know, I don't have to worry about, you know, a ghost car, you know, fucking breaking my leg or anything like that. And you going to go right through me. And, you know, us as humans, we have, you know, a certain control over, you know, the spiritual realm, you know, in that sense. And. So it, it, it's insane. It's like, you know, I welcome, I welcome, you know, spirits and entities and all of this stuff into my life more than what I would welcome, you know, actual like people. This is why I keep my friend group very small because this, I have my vibe tribe. I have my people I trust completely. Mm-hmm. And, then, and I, I love how Drew said today that, you know, the best how did she say it? Basically the best, the, when you're try when you're weird and your tribe is weird and you're all weird together, it's just the best. And yep. that's kind of what weird it is. You find, weird. you find your weird, embrace it. Uh, whoops. Cat. Uh, Cat. You, you put out the vibe that you want and it will attract those people that match that vibe and don't let up. Don't give in to, well, maybe these people will be okay. You'll know, listen to that voice. If you're intuitive at all, you'll know that they're not vibing with your, with your Your energy whatsoever. Yes. And let it go. What are you doing? Kitty? (laughs) Let them go, go find someone else. Even if it's a small tribe, tiny tribe of good weird people is better than a big one with a bunch of backstabbers exactly 
you know, it is like, you know, sometimes you're small, uh, stronger as a smaller group than what you are as a bigger, because the communications there as compared to having all, then there it is. There's There's the cat butt. butt. There's the cat butt. (laughs) Hashtag cat butt. I'm sorry, people, but you know, you really just can't have a, have a podcast without our Luna mascot here hold on there we go well she's like mama it's bedtime yes i was about ready to say luna (laughs) yeah we got the cat butt which usually is the cue for us the end wrap it up say hi say hi she says i miss my mommy she was gone for too long Uh, yeah (laughs) okay she laid down on my nap for or my lap for mm -hmm. a minute Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you guys for your patience. For yes, sorry, understanding. We um, had to do a thing, but you know it makes us better when you can take care of yourself and your mental health and and your physical health go hand in hand. Sometimes uh, you come back stronger. So exactly. take care, use. So as we said, anything if you're taking anything out of this podcast. Uh, this time around is that besides the cat butt besides the cat butt you take that that's gonna live with with you right (laughs) right (laughs) but it's all gonna be good in the end (laughs) new beginning all all bad things come to an end and right you will start again and you will be stronger in the process but we love you guys. I will post our new YouTube channel in the description um, of this podcast. So that way, you once we put the uh, the video up, you'll be able to access the video. So you'll be able to see our gorgeous faces and be able to see the cat butt up in front and center. I know. I mean, and it'll be is, just for what you. What would your day be without a little cat butt? You got to have the cat butt. <laughs> but guys thank you if you guys are listening to this on you know your uh spotify on apple um podcast be sure to rate and review us you know follow us so that way we can you know get out there a little bit more show up on um the analytics so that way when people search you know paranormal podcast or anything like that we'll show up and the more that helps the more we'll be able to reach out other people and hopefully you know with this be able to reach more people who may need to hear uh the words that we spoke today yes so please 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 share if you think that uh we offer something that someone might find beneficial or if you just think we're silly and you want to have your friends laugh at us that's fine too just share it that's make sure you like it and all that jazz mm-hmm. I mean, even if it's just for the cat butt. Even if it's just for the cat butt. And it's guaranteed cat butt. Guaranteed every single yes, guaranteed. Every single time. <laughs> oh, gosh. So stay tuned. We're going to have some more fun and exciting things. Um, should we? Should I give them a hint of some things we were talking about talking about? Yeah, definitely. Let's, um, let's give them a little taste of um, what we got planned moving forward um, as far as the direction that we're going with the podcast. Sweet. So we're going to kind of encompass a couple of different things. Um, of course, we are going to talk about, uh, you know, things, spoopies, spoopy stuff. 
Um, we're going to, next time, Wyatt has a really interesting story that he wants to share with you guys. So we'll start it off with that next time. But um, we'd like to talk about Twin Flames and Soulmates. Uh, we're also thinking about delving into some animal spirits. See, uh, you know, if there are spirit guides that visit folks um, and what we think about that. Um, but also, would like to... Um, talk about some cold cases. One in particular uh, piqued my interest because it happened basically in my backyard on the main um, interstate behind my house almost. Um, and also wrongful imprisonment. We're going to talk about folks that kind of were forced into um, plea deals uh, when given a longer sentence as uh the alternative and then then finding out uh sometime later that they were actually exonerated that they found the proof dna etc that um that cleared them uh and some folks have stayed in jail for decades uh and did not commit the crime so we're going to look into those and maybe a little regression because uh, Aunt Crystal does regression. So we're going to see if we this can't get her on. And, uh, and sure, a little she, bit of her that. days off now are the exact same days as my off. So she has no excuse Correct. to be able to do the podcast with us. Yes, we should be able to, to do that. Although maybe she might need to do it after haunt season. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right. well, <laughs> we, we are going to go because I have to pee. And cat butt is all over the place here. Yes. Now she's biting right. me. Yeah. All right. Peace, love. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for oh. listening. Hold, Jeez. please. Yep. Oh, ring the bell. Hurry up. Go. We're out. I gotta pee. <laughs>